BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> it is November 10th, 2023. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast Smackdown Time. And tonight, I am joined by two other people after Tuesday's super weird once-in-a-lifetime solo NXT podcast. The band is back together. NYC Demon Diva Issa. Now, publicly with your last name, even. Because you couldn't trademark just Issa. You had to go by the full I don't know why that's in there. I, I hate being called by my slave name. <laughs> <laughs> and Flobo Voice. I brother, are you like in the future? What is what is going what is going on over there? I invested in these. Actually, okay, you know I, what it was? You know what it was, man? Like I do this. Um, I realized sunglasses are the biggest scam in the modern economy. Scam? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Pardon me. People pay ninety dollars, hundred dollars for a pair of Ray Bans. Designer sunglasses. What? I found paying that little. Okay, like, okay, yeah, but exactly. Like, yeah, it's like three hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay, you see, but even the knockoffs that we all buy. $10 a pair, $20 a pair. I realized about eight years ago, you could just go online and find a wholesale company and get sunglasses for like a dollar a pair if you buy a dozen. And because I lose them all the time or they break because sunglasses are not often made well, I was like, hey, I'm going to invest in this. And then I realized... The way it works, if you buy a really expensive pair, you learn to not lose them. That is definitely mm. true. And I like variety. I, I like... Have... Yeah. No, no. But um, for instance, my favorite style I have in 12 different colors. So depending on what I'm wearing, my sunglasses will match. But then I realized that they just saw these crazy novelty ones, like different things that you can just get for like a buck a pair. So it's like, why not? Why not just leave some swag for the rest of us, bro? Like, come on. You know, it's it's easy. It's an easy. And I figured out where Seth Rollins and Corey Graves, the brands they buy their clothing of, they're all on Amazon just Search Kufandi, you can find all those. Oh, really? That's it. It's Kufandi. That's it. Oh, Kufandi's wow. one of them. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I know. But this is what I'm saying. Fast fashion, Depeche Mode, as they say in France. That's where it's at, man. I'm learning every day. I am learning. So glad to be here, by the way. Yes. Good to see you both <laughs> after doing this solo Tuesday. And thank you. The commenters were so supportive, so gentle. Thank you for that. We're back tonight to talk about SmackDown. With like a weird accelerated two week build to Survivor Series War Games. Yeah. 
had no idea was a thing. I thought it, it was like silent, silent, and then they dropped the Ozzy Osbourne and it's full on war game. So, okay, we're doing it. Props. It's strange. Issa, what do you think of this? Do you think that because WWE has pulled this sort of thing off before, it almost encourages them in a bad way to think that, oh, we don't need to do long-term storytelling. We could just sort of throw it together. Um, Maybe, but I don't know that. I, I mean, based on what I see, I think that the stories that they're building for war games are not bad ones, if I'm no, being no. honest with you. So I don't, I don't feel like these are last minute um, thrown together stories. Um, we'll see, we'll see where they go, especially with the, come on, like Cody and, and Jay have been crying after Judgment Day for like the last year, <laughs> like, like since WrestleMania. This is this is accelerated. Please hit the gas or recharge wow. your Tesla or something because. Come on. Interesting. I had the same thought, Christopher Steigleather, that Jade Cargill is the fourth member of Team Bianca if tonight's main event was a preview for the War Games match for the women. Uh, yeah, that seems like kind of a... Jade shouldn't just be one of the girls. She shouldn't. I don't think she would help. I, I don't see her helping anyone. Um, not, not to compare them, because I know they're totally different. I think it's very... Fitting that we'll get to it later. How B Fabs come out of nowhere? Yeah, <laughs> it is in the mix. So I don't think Jade will be a SmackDown talent to begin with. But hey, if it happens, I wouldn't be mad. I thought tonight maybe Jade would come out and just beat up four women by herself at the end of the show tonight because they were ending a little early. It seemed. Yeah, I did. You know, like she needs to be so dominant. <laughs> Ricky Salivar, maybe Cora Jade. Ooh, that's got to be that's got to be <laughs> awkward if they had a backstage thing. And they were like, no, Cora, you're just Cora. Cora Jade, you're just Cora now. Can't have Jade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Cora Jade Cargill. That's a mashup I'd like to see. Get Jade Cargill on a skateboard. Uh <laughs> with some hot topic spikes. Um, so yeah, man. Uh we got one news story, which is basically that Dave Meltzer is saying, and uh, Wrestling Inc. has the story. Dave Meltzer saying. You want CM Punk back in WWE? It's only going to happen if the fans demand it. Obsessed. Obsessed. Dave Meltzer, obsessed with stars and CM Punk for some reason. Every week it's an update about this guy. It's like, I'm at the point, and I actually like Punk. Either show up or don't. Like, I don't, I am tired of talking about Phil Brooks, man. Like, come on. Yes. Stars is in the star rating system, not the stars network. He's not a big power book four fan. Fair, fair. That's the best one, though. Shout to Tommy. But they're also doing Power Book 3 as a separate series? And 2 as well, yeah. But these are ongoing concurrently with yeah. the number names. Well, one is a prequel, but yeah. Okay. One day I'm going to get into the Power Universe on Stars. It is a deep dive. Okay. I mean, is it good? Is it like the wire good or is it like... Oh, nothing's a wire good. That was like okay. a very flash spin pan. I like Book 4. That was Tommy's okay. spinoff series, yeah. The guy from uh, Ozark. Uh, Yeah, Joseph Core. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There you go. But yeah, so Dave Meltzer obsessed with CM Punk. Who thinks about CM Punk more, uh, Nick Houseman or Dave Meltzer? Nick Houseman. <laughs> Shout out to my good friend, to my good buddy, Nick. No, I mean, it seems like every other day. Uh, so, okay, but uh, I so if the fans demand it, if WWE is like, this will be a good idea. So I guess what Dave is saying is keep those chants coming if you want CM Punk back in WWE. Uh. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm gonna pretend. I'm gonna pretend I want to see Punk 100. Let's pretend for a second. And you got War Games coming up. It's his hometown. It makes business sense. 
But CM Punk comes in, we go, wow, Punk's back. And then what? It's not like WWE's hurting for talent, one, or new talent, or fresh talent, right? So you got CM Punk basically in that edge spot. Unless you're going to feed him people he's going to beat, he's not the attraction you want to. It almost doesn't even make any at the late stage of his career, so he demands maximum money. So it's almost like, why would you sign him? You know what I mean? And, and if you hate Punk, then, then forget it. Then we won't even have this conversation. Well, Issa, let me run this idea by you. What if they say, Phil, name your name your price? And we're going to meet your quote. We're going to pay you. But you have no say in how you're booked. And just every week, Grayson Waller, Austin Theory, Santos Escobar, someone else just keeps beating the shit out of punk on national television. No, I still wouldn't waste my money. As satisfying as it would be to watch, I still wouldn't give him money. What if uh, WWE said under the TKO deal, punk, we're going to meet your quote. But these are going to be UFC-style matches, given what an accomplished MMA fighter you are. No. The only way that this will make sense if they say, we're going to meet your prize for one match, and he gets smashed by Roman Reigns in 30 seconds. That I, that I would like to see. That would be something. Um, <laughs> this is Christopher's pointing out, like, yeah, if Randy Orton's coming back, you don't want to overshadow his return. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot on the horizon right now with WWE. We don't need CM Punk. It's weird that this is this is a story that will not die. People love. I mean, like, it's been amazing since uh, he's left AEW. I don't think a week has gone by there has not been some hot CM Punk speculation. Serious question: How certain are we about this Randy Orton return? Because I hear everybody talking about it. I don't know where the source is coming from, but if this man doesn't show up at Survivor Series, everybody's going to be upset over something that it feels like everybody's fantasy booking. Hmm. I said what I said. She did. She did. Yeah. I don't know. Survivor Series War Games. Um, I don't know I where he will make sense. Where is where's Randy Orton make sense in the stories that they're building for Survivor Series so far? What is going to show up in the middle? I mean, I do not have a problem with Randy Orton showing up, especially if we get to see the return of those legs that could choke a bear, right, Flavo? <laughs> oh, <But>, yeah. Thank <laughs> you gonna show up in the middle of the war games do the pose and walk off actually i kind of wouldn't mind but like it doesn't make any sense for him i mean he can attack someone i guess i don't know i just don't know that randy if i'm listen hear me out i will have him come back at the rumble at this point this is like wrestling wrestling is gonna hit a little bit of a autopilot period of time in december before we go all in for the rumble and now we're in the playoffs once the rumble gets here um, so I will save him for the rumble if I'm if I'm the person pitching ideas back there. Solid pay-per-view opponent to lose to Roman though on an A pay-per-view. A lot better than LA Knight. Yeah. Oh, damn. LA Knight. Yeah, hate on the LA Knight forever. <laughs> I mean, I, LA Knight, LA Knight, the, the LA Knight phenomenon just keeps growing. Striking him down has made uh, much like Obi-Wan Kenobi, has made him stronger than you could ever imagine. It's true. No, he just looks better you. in the mid card. Like that's where he belongs. He did great tonight. Oh yeah. If it's up to you, they'd be Roman facing nobody. <laughs> no, he can face actually I want him to face everybody and beat them. Oh, that's left. even worse. Yeah, exactly. I think you beat Otis. CM Punk, like, really. That's a little God. Yeah. God. God. God is 0-2 in WWE. I don't think God has a chance, actually. No, he he lost every match that God's featuring. <laughs> That is a fact. Look it up. <laughs> it really, sadly, it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. So let's talk about tonight. 
And I got this cough. This is weird. I need to sip some water. Flobo, what would you like best about tonight? Uh, well, Kevin Owens on commentary was definitely a treat. Uh, I almost forgot about the third man in that booth, Corey Graves. Shout out to all the respect. Uh, the Telestrator stuff was great. I know we'll get into the, all the matches and stuff today, but it did feel like it was different. It felt like a half day of school kind of vibe when the substitutions oh, yeah. in. So I was on board with that for sure. He's the favorite thing about tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Kevin Owens and commentary as well. I just really enjoyed the little digs. So him explaining that double punch like an NFL play just popped me every time he did it. Uh, shout out to Corey Graves and Carmela. Lots of congratulations on the birth of their baby boy. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I actually listened. You're going to be shocked. I thought that LA Knight cut a great promo on Grayson Waller, who's great talker. So I really enjoy that. And I enjoy what they're doing with the women. I really like it. Yeah. I mean, it was nice to see the women shine tonight and get that main event spot. And then, and I mean, we'll get into that, but this LWO storyline, it's really hitting me on a personal level. Yeah. What'd you think about this? So, uh, you know, trouble, uh, friction with Santos Escobar. We have the match. That was Lashley. more than friction, Glenn. Right, no, no, no. But going into the match, <laughs> going into the match, friction. Uh, we have Bobby Lashley versus Carlito. Bobby Lashley dominates Carlito, and then after uh, Santos, like attacking Ray. Wait, wait, hold on. I think I, th I think you're missing steps here. Okay, yeah. I think give me the blow by by the play by play flow. I, I, I think what happened was LWO comes out and loses again. Yes, <laughs> that's the most important part. And Santos is like, "Yo, I can't stand this no more." And so Ray is like, "Why did you help?" And he's like, "No, y'all a bunch of losers and hits him." That's the most important thing. So Santos is actually right here. I am tired of the team. He wanted to trade and basically built the most gullible man of all of wrestling. And so Ray was here. I don't think that's what happened. I think that. Ray went to like baby Carlito. Like, I don't understand this like fatherly thing that Ray Mysterio has. You fail at it. Dominic Mysterio make it very clear that you failed at it. You fail at it with Santos. Now you're gonna try to father Carlito. He's 45, bro. But, anyways, he went to father Carlito and Santos was like, We're not doing this anymore. You gotta remember the LWO was legato. He brought him up. Then Ray mm. hung on to them, leashed onto them after being called a deadbeat dad to help, I don't know, <laughs> elevate his image, you know, Damn. and now he wants to, now he wants to bring people in. I think Dominic was right all along. Wow. Hmm. Dominic was right. I never thought I would hear that. <laughs> That's a t-shirt right there. Dom was right. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Dominic and uh, <laughs> Santos, Dom and Santos team up. You know, Might as well. Look, no. we all love Legato, man, but LWO has just been a failed experiment. And imagine if you were like a, I'm not, but imagine if I was like a, a Latino like fan and watching the, the tea that represents me lose week no, after me, week. <laughs> I haven't had it on my skin. I got that. They were all there. He was there. Santos yeah. was there. Yeah. Ray was there. We were all friends. We bonded that night and we all got a tattoo together. The backlash ended with all of them holding hands hoisting bad bunny up in the air Theo Savio was there Carlito was there was such a beautiful sight and then nothing happened which I share in this podcast I was like I hope this isn't just a backlash thing and it feels like it was just a backlash thing mm -hmm. um but yeah I yeah it, it, it's it's no fun but I do think there's something to come out of this and I'm excited to see like I feel like Selena came up with Legato and now it feels like she's gonna take um 
I did not throw the LW. You totally that. did. You totally did. Um, <laughs> Good job, Pedro. No, because I think like Ray needs to just, I don't know, go and find his son. I don't know. I think that Selena was blaming Santos for getting that she came up with Santos. Like, there's so much to the story that I want to see how it plays out. I think it could be a really good feud if, if booked the right way. But, yeah, they lost, basically. But I don't see Carlito as part of the LWO, just throwing that out there. They did make him look like jobbers on the outside with um, – uh, no, Glenn, don't I me. Mean, he came out and dry snitch on Santos. He's not part okay. of that crew. We just have the Without the tattoo, bare. can you be a member? He, he, no, he dry snitch and no dry snitch is, is like that is not how we do things around here. Trust me, me and him were from the same place. That's not how we do things. He's he's planted the seed for what went on later. So I think that I don't see Carlito as part of the LWO, but I also didn't want to see Carlito losing here. Uh, when did they change the street profits name? By the way, we keep calling it the street business, the street mafia on commentary. Like, what is going on with that? Also, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. It's not official, but what the last two weeks have been like, we don't know what this is. But that's a question that I have, Glenn. And I know you are the, the expert person, you're the watcher of all wrestling. But what is going on with BFAB? The whole wrestling world has been stopped with a dime because BFAB has watched this match behind the stage. I'm just confused. Uh, it, I have no idea yeah. going on. It's weird that. Top Dollar got released, but the rest of Hit Row didn't. You want them all gone? No, no, no. I'm just saying that, like, Top Dollar, no, no, opposite <laughs> of that, opposite of that, Flobo, opposite, run it back. I'm saying that, like, Top Dollar really has got to be taking this personally. That's got to be weird because it's not like Hit Row was like the hot faction, you know, ever. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, it's it's odd. Uh, it would have been better if he quit because he like he pulled a nice cube and just like went solo. That would have been a story in WWE. Oh my god, could you imagine if Top Dollar had left Hit Row and recorded a No Vaseline style track, and there was like a few like that could have been incredible. Why didn't we get that on SmackDown? Because no one cared about Hit Row. I do. I do. Flobo. I watched every Top Dollar rap video he's put out. Hit Row will be the best example of people liking an idea of a faction, mm. the actual faction. Because they lost the Legato in NXT. They got brought up. They were a True. joke. They tried to bow down to the New Day. They've just been corny from day one. And Top Dollar got like totally eviscerated by LA Knight when he said he was Uncle Phil. What an embarrassment. <laughs> and now BFAB's all around? <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. It's a little weird. But yes, what's up with BFAB? Everybody wants to know <laughs> no what's going on. I was I'm curious. So <laughs> much. I'm curious. <laughs> okay, so a couple of questions. One, Issa, if Carlito... You guys say I'm the mean one, but th I should... they can listen to Flobo sometimes. It's the most so random thing. Me. He's popping me. Yeah, well, okay. showing up. Hey, man, what's up, Bobby Lashley? Bobby's like, hmm, you're not Jade. Like, it's just weird to me. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a couple of questions. Issa, if Carlito gets the tattoo, can he be officially in the LWO? He's not going to get the tattoo. Okay. Does Santos, and perhaps you, because you're turning on the LWO, does that mean you have I'm to... I'm not turning Do you get the tattoo covered over or removed? Because you can't have the tattoo if you're out. I mean, if this were, you know, like full street style, they would remove that shit by force. Uh, but you know, it's WWE, it's PG product. They're just covering up with something. Yeah, I know what's up. No, I've, uh, I've watched a TV show or two. I understand There's no covering up. There's a, first of all, there's no removal. I saw a video on Instagram... 
that Bianca Belair posted where she was getting her tattoo removed and she was screaming. And somebody as tough as Bianca was in that much pain, I'm sticking with this tattoo for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. It also makes a great pickup line when, you know, when you're sitting there and be like, want to know, like, almost like the Joker, you want to know how I got these cars and I can be like, wait, you want to know how wait, I got this tattoo? Wait. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's great. I'm out. I don't mean to derail the podcast, but let's talk about situations where Issa has to use a pickup line. <laughs> but well, my old one used to be like, you know, John Cena, and they'll be like, yeah, I'll be like, he follows me and I don't follow him back. That one did wonders for me. Wow. That, those, that's a flex, man. <laughs> that won't work for me. I can't be like, you know, I'm blocked by William Shatner and HBK on Twitter. Uh, only Edge blocks me. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so trouble in the LWO. Uh, Santos beat up Rey Mysterio tonight. It's going to be a hot story seeing what happens. But Bobby Lashley and the Prophets winning, celebrating. They're doing great. Prophets are their business and business is good. We shall see. Uh, Bailey, they they what chanted Aunt Pam tonight? Couldn't believe. I don't, I don't understand how anybody could focus on a what chant when Bailey's out there in red pants. She was good tonight. She's talking about Carrie Sane returning, addressing that. I just ignore sometimes. Yeah, I'm about to say he, that was it, that was a bombshell. He's like, well, anyway. Here's the thing: there's there's no upside to us commenting on that. Right. You just got to kind of just smile, nod, and move on. Um, or be like, oh, I didn't hear that. Okay, uh, okay. so um, Bailey was great. This promo, she she did the best she could with the crowd. Uh, but then we had the rest of Damage Control come out, and Carrie came out. Carrie saying looks incredible. Um, I think that this was a good seven. They said, you know, they're there to to help. Of course, Carrie and Bailey had some friction in the past, so uh, they're they're making up tonight. But then they were interrupted by uh, Charlotte, interrupted by Bianca Belair, and interrupted by Oscar, setting up this six woman tag match later in the night because Dakota Kai still can't wrestle. True. Not that she can't wrestle she she's not cleared to wrestle right i, I know it's not going to happen but if, if if this is as long as Kyrie's run is going to be just one match as a pirate just give me one pirate match that's all i really want you know but i like the segment it's my favorite segment of the night they all took superheroes this was great they were yeah. very well presented tonight good promo you say you, you hyped for this if this is going to be the build-up to the war games match I am. I am. I, I said it earlier and I'll repeat it. I think what they did with the women today was great and I'm I'm very invested. And uh, yes, Alicia A uh, pointing out, loved when Bailey said she doesn't do it anymore, referring to Me hugging. Too. Huge mm-hmm. pop for it. And then at the end, she's just hugging everybody. I'm like, I thought you didn't do that anymore. But um, <laughs> um, I will say, and shout out, I do watch alongs, as you guys know. Shout out to my chat because they pointed it out. They were like, when did Asuka ever turn? face she did it and that mm. went on to pay off later on but they're right the last match we saw her wrestle she was wrestling heels so there was questioning matter it's like why would Asuka be mad about Kyrie coming back they were they were together you know the last time we saw her and it paid off later on so I'm glad they didn't just leave that in like limbo and didn't address it I thought they did a really good job Asuka still just looks incredible that makeup Gets cooler and more elaborate. Does that sparkle, that sparkle that she does on her yeah. face. Like, I need to figure out the brand. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, that was a fun promo segment, which led to the main event later. But then we had Dragon Lee versus Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so Flobo, how are you feeling about Dragon Lee? I don't oh man, don't ask me this. Cause I, I like to be positive. I like I like the tools of Dragon Lee. I like his music, but something is not hidden. And I'm a guy that was all in on Sin Cara and Callisto. There is something problematic about this. Pro- wait, problematic? Yeah. Cause because they're saying this guy's impressive, he's second generation. I mean, he's wearing the mask, he's looking like he's gonna be the next generation of last mask performer, but he's not hitting. Like as far as sympathy that Ray does or didn't have the moveset Santos did when he had a mask, there was like something vanilla about Dragon Lee. I want to be wrong, but Cedric Alexander on TV, yeah, call that a plus. Isa. While I agree with the statement of being happy to see Cedric Alexander on TV, he's just coming out, putting out bangers and losing with no story attached to them whatsoever. There is also a way to not utilize a person the right way, and I feel like this is it. They haven't put a storyline to this. And some people are like, oh, they're going to do a best of seven with them. Yeah, they're they're great wrestlers. They can do all of these things. But it's like, I don't want to see it. I'm not invested. I don't feel invested. And every time we see Cedric, I think it's the third time we see him putting on a banger and he's losing. So I just don't know that this is doing anything for anyone. Um, I didn't mean the lack of storyline, but sure, I'm going to throw that in there. In terms of match quality contrasted against lack of storyline, this is the most AEW match on WWE TV. Um, I hate that you say that because it did feel that way. But it's a good, but the same thing. Great match, gifted performers, super athletic, great wrestling ability. Why am I? Why? Why should I care about this? What's the context? Walk to the flame. Put the flame. Put the flame. Because you like two or five live. Do, wait, wait. Okay. I mean, when Enzo was on the sure. Wow, oh. that's a very deep cut. Oh, wait, oh, wait full, but you haven't been around for this okay so like this is a recurring thing that happens on this podcast like, 205 live live no what? no no like the the nostalgia for maybe it's gotten a little too rose colored in hindsight but just of yeah. like like enzo was like msg not madison square garden like the seasoning for wwe programming everything he was in was very entertaining Oh, I liked it when he was a big cast opening shows because they couldn't afford Pyro. Sure. But when he was on 205 Live, it was like two weeks of hotness. And then it was said, oh, you have a match against Kalisto. And it was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like was no after fun. that, it was like, you know? And I still contend the segment on Raw where he roasted the cruiserweight. It was uh, one roster. time. It was one time. So it was still one of the best. I mean, but he was involved in a lot of that. I would argue that for the time he was on the roster, every year in NXT, every year on the main roster, I would say that he had at least one, if not two, top five promo segments for the year. I'm with you. I'm with you with everybody, Enzo. I just feel like the 205 Live thing was kind of like, it was like Michigan J Frog. The, Hello, my baby. Hello, Mahana. It was great when you watched it, but you told someone to check it out. It was always lame. And you're like, oh, come on. And so I don't Michigan J Frog. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, the WWWWWB. Come on. WB, yeah. Yeah. Where NXT is going, I still refuse to acknowledge it as the CW. UPN love, man. Remember the UPN? I've seen the entire season of Homeboys in Outer Space and the Secret Diary of Pfeiffer. Okay, that's different. No, don't be saying that out loud. Yeah. Space. <laughs> they started with a lot. They threw a lot against the wall to see what stuck. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it wasn't oh, all winners. Is it not a space? And then it got weirder. Shasta McNasty is still one of the strangest things ever on American television. Issa's like, what are you talking about? I was like, imagine two dudes that had a space hoopty and they threw with the planets. <laughs> Scotty from Star Trek. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it was good. It's good time. Oh, okay. oh, oh man, like us get that. Okay. <laughs> this is my turn to do the Glenn nod, and I'll pretend I didn't hear that, that he did to me. <laughs> David Faustino had that show with the puppet? 
I like that's a whole other thing. We, we oh, yeah, that, that was that yeah. was WB. Yeah, that was uh... yeah, I know. But the early days of both, it's it's amazing. It's funny that they merged because they both had such similar trajectories. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, Dragon Lee, they're clearly behind him. They're giving him a push. <sighs> we just need a storyline. Maybe this is just all the warm up, Flobo. Maybe this is just all the. This is just like getting the audience acquainted with him, and then he's going to get in a hot feud with someone. Okay, look, I, I want to be positive, because I know he's, he's good at what it is, but when he was in NXT, he had the same problem. He was on the roster mm. for like eight months, and he came out, and he did his job. It wasn't bad. I can't say I feel like he shouldn't be on TV, but like, do you picture Dragon Lee on the side of a truck, a production truck, or a souvenir cup? The answer is oh. no. I mean, okay, so if you want to be really cynical about it, I think WWE traditionally has tried to keep some lucha performers in the mix Agreed. because they know for their four quadrant demographic appeal mm-hmm. that it helps them in many territories across the US. But I at least could say, argue with, say, Santos Escobar before he took his mask off and they put him at the WrestleMania presser that this guy mm-hmm. had a certain tool, commanded the language, like a million bucks, bronze, like body, like an Adonis. Dragon Lee isn't the fastest, the shortest, the tallest, the, doesn't have the most varied move set. You know, it's like, what is his X factor? I can't figure this out. And I don't want to pick he's, on him. He's but it's basically like, saying Dragon Lee is the opposite of Bianca. Like, he's yeah. on ESDs. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's the averagest. You know, like, it's Mario on Mario Kart. Like, don't do that. <laughs> I do, I do think you're. Wait, what's wrong with picking Mario on Mario Kart? You don't pick Mario on Mario Kart. You got Yoshi, you got Toad, you got DK, all better options. <laughs> What if you're Luigi? Is that also kind of basic? Oh, Luigi's superior. But... <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to unpack here. So Issa, Lobo, you're both just kind of meh on Dragon Lee. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Okay, let's, okay, let's now talk about a high point of the night. Let's go to something more pleasant, something more fun, which was LA Knight came out to talk about his loss to Crown Jewel. Crowd, literally eating from the palm of his hand. It's like he had bird seed in it and they were just literally just pecking away. They loved him. They do love him. And then he was interrupted by Grayson Waller. And what I loved about this, let me just wax Rhapsodic for a second. Um, normally I hate these interruptions because then someone comes out and it becomes their promo. And I like with LA Knight, that they come out and it is very rock-esque. It's like, oh, now LA Knight has someone to roast, which means this is going to go to a much higher level. And uh, he masterfully roasted Grayson Waller to great. That was the Grayson Waller effect tonight that he, by being the victim of this, elevated this promo to a new stratosphere. It was good. That's a great way to put it. I love this promo by LA Knight. Clearly, some of Roman Reigns' greatness rubbed off on him when he wrestled him. And he's, he's doing a little bit better. Good for him. He's learning. In your busy day-to-day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a 3-in-1 smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision, 2K clear sight, and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, 
The Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Flobo, where does L.A. Knight go next? I mean, he's going to beat Grayson Waller, sure. But where does he go after that? I, I don't know. He's, he's got that great, great rubbed on him now to the moon, I guess. True. I uh, mean, he had to take a lot of it from, like, laying down for the pin, you know? Mm. Should we bring back WrestleMania access Issa, so people could just literally rub up against Roman Reigns? So that's hopefully something will rub off on them. He should sell that backwater or something. something uh, like Liv Morgan does? <laughs> she has a line of bathwater. It's not actually. Oh, really? It's her bathwater in that she designed it, but it's not actually water she bathed in. Okay. Okay. That'd be creepy if it was. Like, how do you ship that? Uh, I want to give my flowers to Grayson Waller here. I mean, because I mean, yeah, that made me a creep. No, I want to give my flowers because yeah. I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of not so much Grayson Waller, but like the call up. I was like, well, well, how is Grayson Waller going to work with Austin Theory on the roster? But having someone to be the fall guy to take that to give LA Knight that he he lost in Saudi Arabia is a lot. And I got to give him all the credit for the world. The, the creep line worked for me. The kangaroo jackass worked for me. Uh, Grayson totally uh, had to take the uh, verbal loss today, but to make LA Knight look good again. So my heart goes out to him. I will say the kangaroo line didn't necessarily work for me because it didn't feel too original, but you want to know something. I thought that Grayson was doing a great job. Shout out to that sparkly assembly that he was. I'm a sucker for sparkles. So, but when he brought up, that segment on Crown Jewel because I'm still trying to figure out who that guy was and he managed to drop Grayson Waller. I was like, there's no recovery from here. Just let LA Knight fly with the mic because mm. he just can't recover from that line. Yeah. We still don't know who that guy was and he managed to drop you. So LA Knight, <laughs> I, I, I actually enjoyed this back and forth and I enjoyed the match that followed as well. I thought both of these guys brought the best out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, do you think it's going to be a feud? I think... LA Knight roasting Grayson is too good to just have this end. I mean, what they're selling us is that LA Knight is not done with the bloodline as he is facing Jimmy Uso That's next true. week. And it looks like Austin uh, Theory and Grayson Waller might move on to something with Kevin Owens here. So I don't see this mm -hmm. as a field right now. I still think that LA Knight will be an excellent um, contender for Logan Paul whenever, you know, whenever that happens in the future. I can see Grayson Waller coming back to this field um, if LA Knight gets a shot at the U.S. title. 
but do you think Flobo that L, uh, that uh, Logan Paul promoting that he's done with boxing and he's full time in the WWE, he's probably not losing that title in the near future. No, unfortunately, I think the U.S. title gets a bit of that Roman Reigns treatment where it'll be an attraction to face Logan. He can like take weeks off or do another thing, drink Prime or whatever the hell he does in his downtime. Uh, but then that gives you a chance to build up a competitor. Clearly, you don't follow him on Instagram because he shows what he does on that downtime, especially with the title. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. I guess I mean like, does the, is the in-character Logan Paul like the real-life Logan Paul or is there like a, a yeah, difference Yeah, he's over that belt. So whoever wins it from him needs to request Disinfect it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he can build a U.S. title division while he's out there doing his thing. You know, I thought it, I, I like the post, by the way. I, I liked it. And I mean, if we're going to keep it real marketing-wise, like mm. how, how many more people are going to look at this than they would if somebody else posted a picture of themselves with the title? Like the amount of of, of people of eyes that the title is going to get this is why i was okay with logan paul winning here and i think it's serving the purpose that they wanted it to serve because these pictures were really going viral in like a, a, a few minutes after he posted them but don't we have a problem if with the men's single championship belts you've got uh gunther seth rollins logan paul and roman all having their title so on lock that there's no unpredictability, volatility, or air of change going into the build to WrestleMania. Not necessarily this time of the year, but I do yeah. think that at some point in December, you got to put on a game plan and really start figuring out what are we going to do so this doesn't feel stale or predictable. I mean, they managed to put Seth Rollins somewhat in this War Games match so that, you know, so we, we're going to be able to move on through November just fine. But I feel like in December, during that downtime, you really got to get your creative team together and come up and figure out what the stories are going to be for the time that everybody's eyes are on WWE. Yeah. Hmm. Is that a problem for Raw? Because you have the, the workhorse titles in, in Gunther's reign and, and Seth Rollins, but on SmackDown, that could be problematic, right? Because if you keep Roman fresh, to WrestleMania, and then your U.S. title is supposed to be your workhorse championship for that brand. It's also being held by somebody mm -hmm. that's there every week. Then you're going to have a bunch of filler matches like tonight, which today it works because it's amazing, but there's some SmackDowns where you go, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, I think take full advantage of this build-up to War Games and Survivor Series where it's not necessarily... It's never... I mean, back when the brand versus brand, it was champion versus champion, but it's never been titles on the line. It's not about championship Survivor Series, so you... You're buying yourself a couple of weeks to really figure out what we're going to do here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think they need to have a plan, but if everything is sort of unlocked to WrestleMania, it's... Uh, Flobo, to your point, it's, it's sort of like where the Marvel Universe is at now, where it's like, what when Secret Wars coming out again? Because right. yeah. nothing's massively going to... Like, we're, we're on that runway, and nothing's changing until 2027 at the earliest. This is why I'm a big fan of of not doing the wait till WrestleMania. Like just blow yeah. everything up when you can. But I understand people love the, the grandeur of it all. But man, if Roman Reigns gets rolled up at a house show in Des Moines, I will pop so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that'd be dope. <laughs> three years is gone. Just like <laughs> one, two, three. Can you imagine if the ref like miscounts or somebody doesn't kick out, and then WWE <laughs> has to like go out with like the neuralizer for Men in Black? <laughs> And try and undo the whole thing. That'd be incredible. Hell yeah, man. Tis out of the champ. Love it. <laughs> First of all, he doesn't do house shows. Yeah, I was going to say. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, okay. But uh, great promo segment. And then, of course, it led to the match. Grayson Waller versus LA Knight. 
LA Knight getting the win. Match was fine, but the promo segment, this is just LA Knight is so in the zone right now. This guy cannot misfire in front of a live crowd with a mic. It's funny it's because he misfired at the pay-per-view when he had the biggest match of his career, but that's okay. Uh, you know, the viewership on those isn't huge compared to right, the traditional right. ones. Right. You right. see the highlight clips on social media. They can make anything look good in editing. Yeah, they see him losing. Sometimes you can lose, <laughs> but still come out of it with with the star as a star with the Rabisa. Right, you didn't go over, but you got over, right? Yeah, I don't know. Ah, uh, how was Crown Jewel? I, I think it was great. I had a lot of fun. I thought Drew and Seth killed it. First of all, um, they teased that storyline with Santos and Ray at Crown Duel. Um, of course, the Roman Reigns match was like 20 minutes because it was LA night. That's one of his shortest. But it is what mm. it is, you know. Thank you for the acknowledgement. <laughs> I'll pass it on. Yeah. To the team. <laughs> Speaking of Crown Jewel, we had a video recapping John Cena losing to Solo Sokoa. That could have been an email. That could have been an email. That match could have been an email. <laughs> I was going to email you a, a promo. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The whole match could have been an email. I don't believe for one second that that is the last of John Cena. There's no way that this is how he goes out. But that's what they're trying to sell us for now. Yeah, poor John Cena. Loses this match. <laughs> Warner Brothers is... Uh, I'll read in a second. Warner Brothers canceling Coyote versus Acme. The Looney Tunes movie that's done, that tested well, that John Cena has a great role in, and Warner Brothers saying, we're not going to release it. We're taking the tax write-off. He's not having a good week. Mm, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> that ball is getting a little more noticeable. Hey, hey, hey. A I little more noticeable. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> okay. I've tried okay. to think about this, and I love John Cena, but it's like, okay, you can't wear a toupee because it, if that fell off in the ring, it looked like a tribble, like from Star Trek. Like, that'll be bad. Right. That'd be embarrassing. He can't use spray hair because he's gonna look like Rudy Giuliani. It's gonna like drip down his face. Right. Jericho did that at one point. Really. Yeah. <laughs> we look, I know we can't cure all the tragic diseases in the world. I know we can't stop the war, the famine, the heartache, the suffering. But for the love of God, can we just get some scientists to figure out a way John Cena can wrestle with that bald spot covered up? <laughs> Hogan they, bandana. They, they should just glue the hat Ooh, to Michael's. his hair. Like, not don't take off the hat and figure out a way where the hat stays on. I mean, Bad Bunny walked around for months wearing some kind of hairpiece attached to his hat so people didn't know he shaved his head. Smart. Real fat. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> San, San Benito. <laughs> and now, to give this all the proper attention it deserves, <laughs> Paul Kiyoko with a $2 super chat wow. saying... LOL. That means laughing out loud. Gotta love Isa and Isa all all caps. There's hearts that just came out of my fingers. I saw that. I was like, "Wow, you got you got a budget." <laughs> oh, you want to step magical. up the FX game? You want to step up the FX game? Like, what did that happen? <laughs> what did that happen? I'm even going to try. I'm going to fall on my face. <laughs> I gotta buy some new gear. I gotta do something. Uh, oh, Kyoko, three times Super Bowl champ. It looks like. Yeah. Um. So, Grace Waller and Austin Theory, the dynamic duo, stormed the announce desk, angered by all the the trash Kevin Owens was talking. 
shoved him, poured water on top of his head. <laughs> and then uh, Owens chased after him, uh, or Owens hit him with the stunner, stunner and left the, uh, left the announce desk. He should not get suspended for that. He was, uh, he was, the, he had to do something. The Kevin Owens I know is not going to sit back and take that BS. So he, they better not suspend him for that. Because the, the, the arrangement for him being on commentary tonight, in case we didn't mention it before, was he could be on commentary, but if he, he put his hands on anybody, he would be suspended. And yes, as Christopher Steigleather is pointing out, there's nothing wrong with bald spots. Everybody gets them when they get old. I think it's just that, you know, they were showing that ruthless aggression flashback with John Cena and Kurt Angle, which I feel like they can't go more than six months without showing that. Must be contractual. <laughs> True. Um, right. But it's just, it's, it's Christopher, because I too am in my 40s like John Cena and I'm getting older and it's just a reminder of that. And I watch wrestling to escape, not to face the grim realities of a decaying body as we hurtle through space and time towards death. That is dark as hell, Glenn. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> it's just wrestling. <laughs> like, that's what's a ball crisis. What is this? Yes, what, what it represents to me. <laughs> don't you ever see people like. What is going on? Don't you ever watch like you see somebody that was in a movie that you love growing up and you're like, oh, wow, they're getting old. Wait, that means I'm getting old. And it's like, shit. Right. It's not a yeah, good feeling. You. Yeah, I don't I'm, like that, man. I've also been bald for 20 years. So I don't. I'm yeah, but you pull it off. You pull well, thank it you, man. I have a really large key. head. Yeah. <laughs> I have a large head. That's why you know how many fedoras I've ordered uh for when for Halloween when we dress, when I dressed up like Tony D'Angelo and like they were all just too small. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. You got it for <laughs> of all the roster, Tony D'Angelo. That's the one you wanted to be. It was hey, the NXT Tony's podcast. A no, no, Tony's a goat, but I, I thought you you would totally be a Dragon Lee guy, Glenn. I thought no, you were no, advocating he, for him for so much. That you Issa, were... Issa dressed up as wow. Mandy Rose. Mandy. <laughs> yeah, um, Alfred dressed up as Oro Mensa. Okay. Mantha. Yeah, and I was Tony D'Angelo. Right. My head didn't fit the fedora. It was terrible. And I for ordered, this like, Halloween, yeah. he was um, he were Huskus, and I love yes. that one. Thank you. Oh, that's cool. Invite me next year, please. Yes, absolutely. Well, after Tuesday, I think uh, I think Tuesday was a good argument that we should always have a regular Joseph Flopo on the Tuesday podcast, <laughs> just in case. Just in case. <laughs> you know, I just I just want to say I requested the time off, like at least a month in advice. So this was not on me. I promise you guys. No, 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 no. no that was this was definitely on Glenn. Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. Uh, so the main event tonight, Bailey versus Zio Sky and Carrie Sane with Dakota Kai, who's not cleared, uh, versus Bianca Belair, Asuka and Charlotte Flair. And Asuka betrayed her team. Yes, she did. Did she betray them, though, Glenn? Did she? Mm. Was she ever with them? I think that's yeah, kind of a scorpion and frog situation. It's her nature. Ah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's been like a year since a TV show or movie that I've watched has used that story. I feel like that's everywhere. The Scorpion mm -hmm. and Frog. Uh, is that Aesop's fable? Probably Aesop. It sounds, sounds like, like yeah. yeah. We'll credit that to Aesop. Aesop, you, you get that one for free. Yeah, Aesop getting credit in the streets, respect. Nobody talks about Aesop's fables anymore. Yeah, man. Kids don't know what that is, man. Yeah. Jesus. And things that feel old. No one talks about that. I've got a list somewhere. I'm adding that to the list. The list of things no one talks about anymore. Uh, while I pull up that list to add it, Issa, what did you think of this match? 
I thought the match was fun. And like I said in the beginning, um, I'm glad that they paid off Asuka's this weird face turn that they did for like a whole five minutes. Um, I, I, I thought it was bad. She's begging for the tag. She missed Bianca Belair. Um, it, hopefully it leads into war games. I mean, Chatsy did the slowest running to the ring to save someone that I ever seen. So I would already discard her as a team member. If I'm, if I'm building up war games, I'll be like, yeah, you didn't even help us on a regular match. How are you going to be on a war games match? Cause this was not a good save. She ended up getting beat up, but overall I am so invested. I really enjoyed this and damage control. Uh, a, a faction that a lot of people wanted to break up or didn't think it make any sense. They are starting to look very strong right now. And I'm I'm really into this and what they're doing right now. And I think that there was a little bit of tension in the beginning where you thought that they were going to kick Bailey out. And I think that maybe after war games, they could go in that direction. But overall, I enjoyed it. Well, well this is kind of the match. Had I been... 12 or 13, I would have gone to high school the next day or the next school day and be like, oh man, this is so cool. Like having everyone combined, having these superstars show up, and then the miss going out there, super shocked. Takes me back to when I was a kid when uh Mark Henry turned on D'Lo Brown. I still think about that day at SummerSlam 99. But that's besides the fact, fantastic match. Uh Shotzi had like the slowest rundown to Ease's point. It was kind of sad, but she got stomped out pretty quickly. It's almost like you stepped a little banana peel the way in there. Uh, but I think about the women's division in SmackDown, even though we think NXT is trending upward. I think this is a good display of the, the, the hierarchy of that card from Charlotte all the way down to yeah. the entry level as well. So, I mean, it hit all the marks. I loved it. I thought this was really good. Um, I like the tension with damage control. I think that's very exciting. This idea. I mean, look, you can't have Oscar and Bailey. You can't have two alphas. Uh, Cause they're going to, they're going to try and, you know, fight each other for dominance. So um, I think it's exciting. I think it's exciting to see uh, where this is going to go. I thought the match was good up until that point. Uh, I like Bailey joining in with the hug. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, but if this is our women's war games match, which it looks like it is for Survivor Series, yeah, I think we're in for a hell of a good time. Does it okay. matter that? Okay, sorry. No, go ahead, Flo. I'm sorry. D does it matter if if like Oscar joins Damage Control for this, or do you think mm. that that's going to be the turn at the at uh, War Games? I don't know. I worry about that because I, you said it, like two alpha females here, right? Like, I just don't see Asuka being one that joins uh, a faction. Could she be the one that pulls uh, Kyrie and possibly Eo since Eo brought in Kyrie? Maybe. And then we get Bailey like, left with um, Dakota. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of directions that we can we can go with this, but I will say one of the things that I'm invested in is number one, I don't see Asuka as a joiner or a follower. That's just not who Asuka is. She's either a loner or I can see her pulling these people in. Another thing is that we were talking about the title pictures. There's also something that you can get away with this Bianca and Charlotte maybe looking a little bit weak, but they haven't gotten a lot of bit wings recently. And I don't know how many pins I want to see them take <laughs> anymore because they're still top level for me, but I mean, Bianca, Charlotte has taken nothing but pins in this recent comeback. And now we had um, Bianca losing when she got cashed in on and then she lost at Crown Jewels. Obviously, there was some interference, but you get my point. I think for war games, we can do it. But after that, you really got to go in a direction with both of them where hmm. they can start winning some matches. Again. I'm worried this is where Jade's going to come into play. 
I just don't see, like I just told you, if I don't see Asuka as a, as a follower, there there is no way in hell that that's where I see Jade unless she ends up turning or it's just not how I want, that is not how I want to see Jade debut, not to join a team and be on a, on a War Games match. We, I, I'm, I mean this with all the respect, but I know she's been training, but we don't know what she can do. We were never able to really see what she could do in the ring yeah. back where she used to work at. I thought her last match was her best match. Um, if if I'm being honest, I love her last match with Chris Lavender. Yeah, but mm. a war games match is just a whole different beast. And are we were oh, yeah. considering that kind of situation. Like this is just not it for Jay, in my opinion, right now. And maybe I'm just saving everybody for the rumble, but save her for the rumble. Shots <laughs> you know would what I mean? Good. Like that's yeah. would be good. No, she won. She already showed she wouldn't be. But there's well, they there need one more. They still need one more. Yeah, you have Mia Yim. She's in the SmackDown oh, yeah. roster. I think she'll be great at a War Games match. You yeah. know, you have B-Fab. She's, she's, she's watching things backstage. <laughs> she couldn't even get it out. She couldn't, she couldn't even get it out without like laughing. I'm sorry. has wrestled like two matches ever on WWE TV. Yeah. <laughs> I said that about Jade. Imagine B-Fab. Selena, Selena has her own issues, but I wouldn't mind that, honestly. Selena's, uh, Selena's good in the ring. She, Selena can go. Selena can go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think the thing about Jade is they were presenting her as like this free agent signing. So to have her just appear uh, without Aldis doing the signing thing, it'd be kind of random. And it would take the shine away from her because it, it's war games. You're basically, you show up. You're in a cage for 30 minutes, so that's not how you would debut somebody. I I wouldn't. You can uh, always have her coming last, so that way she spends the least amount of time in the ring. But this is it's, it's just not how I want to see her. Like even as I turn fantasy book, how I will put her in there where I'm still protecting her. I still don't know that a war games match is where I want to see her debut. Okay, a run in is cool, giving her the promo package and cool. But her coming out, being like I'm Jay, and then waiting to to wrestle would be the most dumbest thing to kill all of her heat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Christopher's saying Mercedes. I don't think Mercedes. I think Mercedes is signed AEW. They just haven't. Yeah. What about CM yeah. Punk? Is he real? <laughs> For the women's war okay. games match. <laughs> Come from somewhere. <laughs> what if they bring back C CM Punk and uh, AJ and he's just her mouthpiece? Oh, wow. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be different. Uh, hey, shout out Christopher Cycleather saying happy Veterans Day to all those who served and are still serving. Proud 13 years served in the Air Force. And they did a nice tribute tonight. WWE does that very well. We're mm -hmm. saluting the troops. And yes, it is Veterans Day. Wow. Um, man, so, uh, oh, Santina. Got, Santina's got the funnest. This Ms. NXT. Oh, well, no, I was thinking Santina's daughter. No, no, Santina Morell's not being in the... Uh, yeah, they what about Stephanie Stratton? Yeah, I mean, we see her have some moments with Charlotte Flair. You know, maybe Charlotte can bring her. I feel like she's been kind of teasing to joining in the main roster. She got to do something. She would look badass with that team. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Prettiest moonsault from the top of the cage. Mm -hmm. Something. Um. I haven't done this in a while. But uh, in a second, I'll give my updated list of things people don't talk about anymore as much. I'll give a taste. I want you to, the whole list is 50 items now. I've been writing this down for years. Okay. Fedora's version number one. Well, so, some have come back. There's that commercial now that's got a mime in it. It's like, oh, we're talking about mimes again. We need to talk about mimes for like 20 years as a source of humor. And now mimes are back. Are you happy mimes are back or, or I'm sad? I'm not happy, I'm but I, want, I, have to, I might have to take it off the list, Flobo, because now we're talking about it again. 
I, I don't know how to take this. <laughs> this is a new segment. <laughs> no, I, this is just something in my personal. This existed pre wrestling Inc. I've talked about this on Twitter. I've been keeping this list for like ten years now of things we don't yeah. talk about in society anymore. Okay, yeah, I, I got, I got know, it. That we used to talk about a lot, and we don't talk about. But we'll get this again. But final thoughts on on SmackDown tonight in this build towards Survivor Series. Um. You know what we don't talk about anymore? December pay-per-views. Because that yes. creeps me out that it's the last one of the year. I mean, remember the Armageddon's and all that? Uh, it's going to be basically war games through the Royal Rumble. So it's going to be six weeks, I think, or seven weeks of just, like, nothing to build up to. This could be good, but if they blow their load this next six, two weeks, it could hurt their storytelling. So I'm a little concerned, but I'm still excited about the pay-per-views going to be. Okay. Issa? Yeah, I really like what they're doing with the women. I thought it was an ent- I was forced entertained tonight. It was a fun show. Uh, I'm I they got their foot on the gas towards Survivor Series. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good time. Um, so I'll just give you a taste. We're not doing the entire thing because there's a lot of this. There's a lot of stuff we don't talk about anymore. Uh, one is uh and i mentioned this before we don't talk about the concept of blood brothers anymore that's completely gone that was everywhere when i was growing up we were cutting our hands yeah yeah. there's diseases man we didn't know about that in the 80s uh no one talks about long distance calls anymore or anytime minutes both of those have just disappeared (laughs) free calls at 10 p.m they don't exist that's what everyone talks about them (laughs) well uh speaking of which we don't talk about amnesia anymore remember when everybody used to get amnesia in like every third sitcom episode like Mr. Drummond's like, I don't recognize you, Arnold. Who are you? Like amnesia was a big deal when I was growing up. I was very afraid I was going to just not know who I was or who anyone else was. Oh, I don't. I'm going to regret asking this. How many? How many things are that list right now, Glenn? <laughs> uh, there's like 50, but we're not going through all of them. Can, we, just... can you read number 14 and 15? I want to see how far. <laughs> I want to see how far down. Uh, number 14. No one asks anyone anymore. House tricks. When did that stop being a thing that we would just ask people? The cereal? No, no, like, yo, you know, like, what's up, Issa House Tricks, you know? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> 15, 15 was amnesia. 16, though, is singing telegrams. What happened to singing telegrams? I used to be able to hire someone, Flobo. I could, I could want to send you a message, and I would hire someone. They would show up on your doorstep, and they would sing you a little song from Glenn. Yeah, it's all cameo now, Glenn. <laughs> I want a singing telegram. She'll do a singing telegram for you on Cameo, everybody. I did. I I sang the Cody Rose song. You should check it out. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) Okay, here we go. 17. No one talks about space age technology anymore. Space age technology was the future. I want to buy, oh, this pan. It's made with space age technology. Well, it must be good then. Isn't that how Elon Musk became a billionaire? I think it was the electric car thing. Tonight um, and the rest of the game after actually, show, no, Glenn. it was PayPal. If we're gonna keep it real, it was PayPal, it was none of this stuff. <laughs> this is hilarious. This, you're you're co- taking me back to the 90s, man. Local man rants about things that don't exist. Details at 10 p.m. Uh, this one's kind of wrestling related because since 2016, no one talks about timeshares anymore. Like the shining stars brought it back and then it disappeared again. You know, timeshares were the shining yeah. star of the Caribbean. Also, yeah, I remember the gimmick, yeah. This one's maybe a little political, but why don't we talk about the man anymore or fighting the man? 
I think I feel like the man changed a little the bit. Man the man won, Glenn. Look it, around. It, it, they, the man already won. Sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. We all were uh, united against fighting the man, and now, like, right. it's according to football, the man won. You see taxes. You see time share. The man won. We had no chance. Child okay. Man. Yeah, I'll give you three more. I'll give you three more. What, three when, more. <laughs> three, just three. When I guess this has stopped being a problem, which is great. But are hubcaps still stolen? Because I feel like my entire life, drive through a bad neighborhood, your hubcaps are going to get stolen. Oh, he must be out stealing hubcaps. Like, do people still steal hubcaps? This was an epidemic of crime in no, the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. They're plastic now, so they don't steal them. Okay, okay, that's good. Okay, uh, 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 buttermilk. I feel like buttermilk used to be everywhere. People would sometimes drink buttermilk. Recipes would have buttermilk. People would enjoy a calming little sip of buttermilk. Where's the end the show button? This is, can we just hit that now? <laughs> what is going on? He's got one more. Come on. Okay. What yes. else, Glenn? Uh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll pick a good one here. Um, wine coolers. Have the, have the hard lemonade, has hard seltzer. What happened to a good old-fashioned Bartles and James wine cooler? Growing up, that's what sophisticated adults drank in the 90s. That's what underage drinkers drank. And then Zima just came along and ruined it for everyone. Zima did ruin it for everyone. And that's this week's edition of Things We Don't Talk About Anymore. Thanks for that, Glenn. Yes, kombucha. Kombucha is the new wine cooler. (laughs) You can get drunk off kombucha. I have gotten drunk off kombucha. Oh, yeah? How about that? Yeah, it's got, I mean, it's got, it's fermented. So the alcohol sure. level varies, but you get like a good kombucha. Oh yeah, you'll get messed up. I never good. found one I liked. It all tastes kind of weird to me. Um, there's one called Synergy that tastes like, uh, like, uh, like a fruity Zima style drink. It's pretty good. Um, but okay. So Flobo, where can everyone find you online? Well, you made me feel bad for telling the end of the show. So I feel awful, but if I'm actually a face, I actually like wrestling. I'm positive. At Football Boys on X and on Blue Sky, say what's up. Isa, you got your cameo going? NYC Demon Diva across all socials and YouTube. Get those cameos from Isa. A good time. I changed the lyrics of the Cody Rose song. So it was more of a remix, you know? Whoa. Like Ignition? Um, so I you know I've never heard the original version of Ignition. Is there oh, an original version? Okay, no, it's, it's not as good. The remix is better. I like the original Fiesta, and we don't talk about R. Kelly anymore, probably for good reason. That's <laughs> that one, that one's okay. That was, that was probably <laughs> for the best. Um, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and uh, on, you know what? On Gigantic Pop this Sunday with Matt Morgan and Raj Geary, we're talking about the 8-bit NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System, our favorite games. And you know what? I'm going to read the entire 50-item list, and maybe I'll add a few more. So tune in. Gigantic Pop. Search for it on YouTube. It's record Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And Tuesday, maybe all three of us. Who knows? On NXT. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.